everybody and welcome to the very first episode of the Corrie Club. My name is Alice. And my name is Gay. And we are a mother and daughter duo who decided to start a podcast about Coronation Street because both of us have pretty much watched it our whole lives. Ah, uh, no, not so no? in my case. So in my case. Uh, well, I'll tell you okay. how I came to be watching it. Go, go for so, it. So when I was a kid, my, my nan used to watch it and it was on Wednesday nights at 730 it's back in the uh... back in the early 1800s. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> Ken Barlow looks amazing. I know. Considering Ken the fetus. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so my nan used to listen, used to watch it, and my dad would always tell her off and say what rubbish it was, and that he could see her brains trickling out of her ears. Oh, which you used to say to me if Indeed. I was watching something on telly you didn't yeah. like. So um, that kind of put me off. But then when I left home, for several years I didn't have a television. And then when I was about, I don't know, 21 or something, we got a telly and we started watching Coronation Street ironically. Ironically. And you're still watching it ironically. I am still watching it now. years later <laughs> and brought me along and my sister along for the ride with you. So, exactly. Um, I'm sure my sister will feature on this at some point because she is also a very... Um, big Coronation Street She's fan. devoted. Yes, I mean, it is the main thing on our lives, isn't it? it well, yeah, <laughs> especially mine, to be honest. <laughs> but we do, you know, we have little group chats about it. We will message each other while it's on. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a nice, comforting part of our lives. It's a comforting part of our lives and we're always enjoying... When Dev has one of his moments. Uh, it's the worst actor in the world. Sorry, Dev. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd just start this little show and have a little um, sort of look at what's happened during the week, have a bit of a laugh with it, but also look at some of the more serious storylines as well, because they do actually um, focus on some really important issues sometimes, don't they? They so, do. Yeah, they do. So to start with, we're going to do a little roundup of this week's episodes and this week's storylines um at time of recording it is the 5th of november 2022 it's bonfire night it is exciting not many fireworks tonight i don't think no it's pouring with rain unfortunately but hey ho so this week the main storylines okay we've had summer's baby storyline mm-hmm. the barlow lou slash arnie incident <sighs> yeah max being <laughs> groomed yep sean and lawrence bust up Yes. And Fizz and Tyrone slash John Stapes book um, slash Hope slash Sam writing to Harvey in prison. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a bit more... I, I'm, I'm feeling it's a bit more varied, actually, just recently. Yeah. Um, although I have to say I did watch yesterday's episode this morning, feeling a bit worse for wear, I have to admit. She is down the pub. Down the pub. Down the pub. Um, and it kind of washed over me a bit. I'd, but there was a moment of great excitement, which I will be speaking about later. OK. okay. <laughs> so out of those storylines, I mean, clearly we were saying the uh, the Portaloo has now gone. Yeah. And that was really, Barlow's, really that, that boring made, and unbelievable. Well, that made you cross, didn't it? It did make me cross uh, because see, it wouldn't happen in real life. Here's the difference between us. I found it quite amusing and mum just angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Look, it can. Coronation Street can be funny, but I think it has to be rooted in... What might possibly really happen? And what, what, they were supposed to have broken the toilet. I mean, was the toilet actually split in half? <laughs> in which case, when Arnie came back to fix it, 
did he stick it together? You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, together. I just don't understand this. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We didn't see the builder that broke it. Maybe he was truly enormous and it just crumbled beneath him. I don't yeah, know. But, so how did the guy come with his tool bag? No, no replacement toilet. How long has that toilet been there, though? Has it been there since the mid-1800s when you started to watch it? I don't think we've ever seen the we've bathroom. We've never seen the Barlow's toilet, so we don't know. It could no. have been made out of, you know, something really flimsy for all we know. Yeah, even so, how does he mend it with his little tool well, kit? I don't know. Anyway. So, he needs a new toilet bowl. Um, so the whole thing was ridiculous. And then after Googling Tracy Barlow, he suddenly came round to fix it, which I thought was quite funny again. Yeah, but, but again... Made you cross again. Well, it's just... <laughs> That is obviously as a counterpoint to all the serious issues that yes. they are addressing, and I just think that they, I, I think they get their GCSE, um, you know, work experience person to write sometimes. Possibly. Um, so talking about serious issues, there are actually some quite hard hitting issues being well, one in particular being um, showcased at the moment with uh, the character of Max being mm. radicalised. Yeah, I, re- I really like that, yeah. actually. I like the fact as well that Spider is an undercover police officer. I mean, you talk about uh, um, unrealistic, though. <laughs> I mean, come on. Why? Why do you think he's unrealistic? Well, I don't know. Because it, was, it wasn't... There, I mean, I don't really remember Spider in the early days, but wasn't he completely, like, you know, uh, like, hippie and... No, he was, into... a, he was an activist. Oh, right, OK. Um, you know, and wasn't he... he totally anti-police? No, not particularly. No? Okay. He, it was all about, you know, climbing in trees. Him and his auntie Emily. I remember um, Emily. Got yeah, up yeah. into a tree to yeah. protest against um, some building developments, as far as I remember. Okay. So he was always quite passionate. And I don't think it's a huge stretch that he would have joined the police. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Um, and what was quite good, actually, was that when he first came back into the series... <clears throat> he appeared to be the same sort of slightly dippy hippie that he mm. used to be, but now they're actually letting him act a bit. Right, they are. And do you know what? Um, <clears throat> I couldn't, um, for a long time with Spider, I was thinking there's something a bit different. There's something I can't quite put my finger on with him. There's something, and I've realised that I'm listening to an accent that's um, Southern. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, I've got a southern accent. I'm so used to hearing everyone northern on Coronation Street that it, my ears was going something wrong with his voice. But, of course, he's southern, isn't he? Yeah. So it's just hearing my own accent or, you know, like, well, like he, my own accent. He's, he's kind of a bit south London, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. But, no, that was just a just a little, weird little thing that I picked up. Yeah. No, I'm, I like him much more now. At the, at the beginning, I was thinking, must we have him back <laughs> trying to be exactly as he was before? But then they've been quite clever, I think. OK. Well, that you know, yeah. coming from you, that's a big deal. Well, it is, and of course he's he's back with Toya, yeah. and she's forgotten. She, yeah, that, that she's happens. She's completely we say that, forgotten. That happens in Coronation Street a lot. If someone dies, they're very quickly forgotten. Aren't yeah, they? I can't even remember his name. Imran. 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 <laughs> she's forgotten Imran. We've forgotten Imran. I mean, Imran was pretty uh, uh, much pre- more attractive, much more attractive <laughs> than the Spider. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes. And yeah, I like Spider too. I do. And this whole, sorry, going back to the um, the storyline with mm. Max and radicalisation is something um, uh, something that's only really become a thing in the last few years or that I've become aware of. Yeah. Um, it's uh, with um, various jobs that I do. I have to do training in, in radicalisation to stop because you have to learn about um, spotting the signs if someone's being radicalised. So I think it's really clever of them to kind of cover this topic. Yes, I, th- I think it's I think it's a good and worthwhile thing to mm. do, and it's really different for for them to yeah. be doing this as well, yeah. as opposed to like summer with the baby. Although it's you know it's it's a very important storyline. Yeah. 
they've done it before. Well, yes. I mean, even the s- selling the baby storyline yeah. because um, Amy was sold, yes, wasn't she? Yes, of course. Yes. So they have done that before. So they're not with Max thing. They're not recycling old storylines, mm. which is cool. Yes, it is. It is cool. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about Fizz, and S- Fizz John State thing? Oh, or? Just, just get over it. That's what <laughs> I've got to say about Mom, that. he was a murderer. He murdered like <sighs> loads of people. How many did yeah, he but he didn't mean to. And he, but I tell you what I do like about this, and I yeah. mentioned this to you the other day is the way they are using the children of various characters ha- having inherited possibly the characteristics of yes, their parents. Yes, we said this. So Hope is the daughter of John Stape, who was a murderer. Then Max, who's being groomed, was the da- uh, daughter, was a son of Callum, who was a complete psycho, wasn't yeah. he? And then who? Oh, Amy. Amy is Amy basically. Is Tracy. <laughs> yeah. And that's just good luck. Because Although they've softened her a bit re- just a little recently. Bit, but the actress, I think that actress has been in it since she was tiny yeah. so that's just really good luck and not only does she act like her she looks like her too so yeah that just, that's just really good fortune um but i do think with hope i mean obviously there's been all because when she was born if you remember she um i think there were problems when she was born then she had a brain tumor was it um hope had cancer it was a cancer yeah, that's right cancer. but that was that was cured yeah um and then she's been trouble pretty mm. much ever since so it's is it an interesting question, you know, has she inherited a bit of craziness from John State? Yeah. Or is it because she's been ill? Is it because of the troubles between mm. Fizz and Tyrone? Yeah. And I, I quite like that she's not a perfect child. But poor Ruby. I mean, she was in it for about four yeah. seconds a day and then she gets sent upstairs. Oh, Ruby was the cutest baby. I she remember was. just like melting every time she came on yeah. screen and she was and she's cute now as a kid but but she's know. not allowed to say much no, no. Like, can i go upstairs <laughs> yes bye okay, bye <laughs> now <laughs> now back to our favorite child <laughs> i'm sure she'll get her moment well maybe um so now what i'm going to do mum is ask you to make a prediction and oh my um, god so i i have a prediction i have one prepared and you can think of one well that this is really asking me on the well, on the I wing i told you i was going to ask you to oh, make but a prediction i wasn't really listening it's, charming isn't it (laughs) talk about ignored children god (laughs) so um we already mentioned the selling the baby storyline and the fact that amy was sold now does amy know this is this going to be a whole i mean i've not heard anything and usually you know me i tend to kind of read stuff or Mm. you know read spoilers this is a complete out you know out of the blue thing blue sky thinking yeah is this going to be a big storyline for Tracy and Amy? Is Amy going to start talking about this summer case to Tracy? And is she going to find out that Tracy actually sold her when she was a baby? Unless it's all been completely forgotten. Yeah, it could be. But like just... the time Kevin completely forgot that he'd had a baby. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's easily done. <laughs> it is easily done. Oh um, my God, who are you? So that's my prediction. I think maybe that, that Amy will discover she was sold as a child, as a baby. Maybe. Do yeah, you? that would be quite good, actually. That would be quite good. I haven't got any predictions. Oh, come on. You no, know, I just you sort of look at it and I believe it all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you think of anything on the spot? Oh, uh, no, I just, just I just much? want to talk about my special moment, actually. Uh, okay, well, I didn't I didn't factor that in, but would you like to talk <laughs> no, about... No, it's, it's the character of the week. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So you can't think of a prediction? Oh, God, no. You talk about something else and I'll think while you're well, okay, talking. Well, I've got, I've, got, I've got my little Corrie quiz now. Okay, have I got to join in with this as well? Yeah, well, I've, I've, so I'm going to read you some quotes okay. from characters and you've got to guess okay. who said what quote. Okay, Is it Albert Tatlock? I don't know who that is. Okay, Remember, I've only been around for half of the time that Corrie's been around. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, 
Are you ready? So I'm going to yeah. read you a quote and you are going to tell me who you think said it. And you, extra bonus point if you can get who they said it to, although in some cases it's really obvious. Okay. Okay. Number one, you're Norman Bates with a briefcase. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't remember. Someone, it rings a bell, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it rings think, a bell. Have a think. Have a think. Who do you think they are talking about? Uh... Oh, I don't know. There's been so many mass murderers. Think of them. Think of the mass. Think of what, the... Richard Hillman. Right. Yes. Okay. So who yes. is saying that to Richard Hillman? Oh, uh, I don't know. Gail. Yes. Oh. Hey! <sighs> it's when he, she. Um, obviously, I've, this is. I don't remember all of this. It's from my my research. Um, she when she finds out of all his dastardly deeds. I have to say that if I found out your father was a mass murderer. <laughs> I probably wouldn't make a well-honed quip. <laughs> I'd be going, ah! <laughs> I, I, do you know, weirdly, after I'd read, because, God, when was this? Like, years, I was a child when that when that story arm was out. But um, when I read the quote, I had a flashback to Gail saying it. You know, you're Norman Bates with a briefcase. Um, that's my northern accent. That's grandma's. It's, it's my, grandma. my grandma is from Yorkshire, so, you know, I'm practically northern. Um, okay, well done. Two points. Okay. Right. This one's obvious who it's being said to. So I'm, I'm actually feeling stressed by oh, this. No, I'm okay. not expecting it. Right. Well, I did say there'd be a little quiz. Yeah, right. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, you, but you must listen to me. <laughs> I was driving. Oh, listen, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yes. Kenneth, you had better learn to start taking pleasure from other people's misery or you are going to have a long and unhappy old age. Well... Um, so obviously that is said to Ken Barlow. Yes. Um, I don't. I don't know who said it. Think of someone oh, who isn't we? around anymore. Who Deirdre? Was, no, nearly. Blanche. Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend! Yeah, actually, that is that is a sort of Blanche. Yeah. Type of thing oh, there say. were so many from Blanche. There were yeah. so many. And you say you're feeling stressed. Next week you can do a little quiz on me, oh, and God. I can feel stressed. I used to like Blanche because. They managed to find somebody who looked like Deirdre. Yes. And she had the same glasses. Yeah, was, no, they were. Was, they were brilliant. Genius. I like those sorts of touches. Yeah. Right. Last one. Okay. Oh God, so Last stressful. one. If all goes well, in the future, she'll be taking a lot of my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about thinly veiled innuendos, as we mentioned in the trailer. Yeah, well, I'm, yes, I'm... Would this be Fred? It is Fred, Fred Elliot. Yes. Um, saying it. Um, I can't. Actually, you caught me there. I can't remember who he says it oh, to. Oh wow. Um, but yes, it is Fred Elliot. So well done. Yeah. Well, it could have could be anybody. To be fair, another Coronation Street. But he had. A, he was a butcher, wasn't he? he well, was yeah. He? That's kind of how yeah. I came to the conclusion. Yeah, I thought so. Because although you know, again, thinly veiled innuendo, but it had to have some kind of foundation in yeah. meaning <laughs> and he he was he just got engaged all the time didn't he from what i remember he was always proposing to women uh, he, he certainly did it quite a bit actually talking about that rem reminds me of the only lively moment earlier today yeah which is glenda mm -hmm. saying I do like a big rocket which explodes oh, yeah. <laughs> unexpectedly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I would, yes. Hilarious. Um, so that, and you, you know, I know, you, I'm sorry you got stressed, but you did very well. Thank you, you very got, much. You got, all, you got them all right. Where's my cakey? <laughs> um, in the shop. <laughs> 
You say my cakes taste like fish. So I'm, yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So we've come to that time, Mum. Yes. Would you like to, uh, every week we're going to reveal our character of the week. Okay, and so um, this is your turn this week, well, this first one. I could not believe my luck this morning okay. as I was sitting there in my stupor Yeah. when there was Dr Gaddis with new hair. <laughs> now, is that a wig? I mean, I don't know. she hasn't been on for some, I got it's her, impressive I got hair. her and um, the teacher mixed up. Oh, and I, I know. thought it was going to be Sophie from my parents' railings. I was like, that's not Sophie from my parents' railings. I'm but with course, you. She's the I'm teacher, not the doctor, that. isn't she? Give Dr. Gaddas a storyline. Yes, please give that's Dr. Gaddas all a I ask. And there she is being all serious with her new hair. Is it acrylic? Is it real hair? Is it her <laughs> own hair? We don't know. But I was pleased to see her and... I have to say that I think probably during COVID when everybody was watching any old rubbish on the telly, I found um, a series which was some medical-based series. And there she was as a young doctor, the beginning of her career. So satisfying. I think she's slightly typecast. Well, this may be the only two roles she's ever had. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, good hair, Yeah, Dr Gaddis. Well, you said it looked like acrylic. Well, no, but it was good hair. And I quite like the badass thing as well. What, the um, you you need to tell the truth thing that she said? No, because um, if you remember, um, Todd, I think it is, calls her Dr. Badass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they all had a jolly laugh yes, at that. Yes, 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 no, I remember that. <laughs> um, and for the record, I totally agree with her. Summer should just tell Billy Oh, yeah, I mean, what's the matter with Summer? I mean, she's supposed to be Oxford material. Yeah. And she hasn't got the sense she was born with. And instead, she's moving out just to avoid yes. her dad's. Well, slash, you know, <clears throat> a, a guardian to see that she's pregnant. But oh, it, he should know, being in Coronation Street, that yeah. she's pregnant. She's not going to have had the abortion, and she is actually pregnant. I know. Come on. It's kind of a bit. Oh, for God's sake! But you know, it's a soap opera. What you're going to expect? Yeah, exactly. It'd be a bit boring if like everything just was normal. As yeah. normal, it'd be very dull, wouldn't it? Yeah, but she's a bit of a she's a bit of a a long drink of water, as mean, your nana would say. Meaning, well, just a bit sort of weak. Well, she's just a bit sort of uninteresting, really. I liked Summer up till... Up till she last... became the, the person she is now. No, no. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I just think it's really unrealistic that she wouldn't tell um, her three dads. I think it's really unrealistic that she'd have got pregnant in the first place. Yeah, that's it. She's supposed to be a very sensible She's girl. sensible and... Aaron is also supposed to be fairly bright and sort yeah. of sensitive. You'd think they might have heard of condoms. Probably. but oh, my Maybe said, I'm very old-fashioned. My mum said condoms. <laughs> I can say condoms. <laughs> no, you can. Yeah, no true. But as we said, it's a soap opera, so it's not yeah. going to be. Um, cool. Well, that that's the end of my sort of schedule on my phone. Oh. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Ah, well, um, I'm quite enjoying Glenda. I like Glenda. She seems to have gone into that part of Coronation Street where she's living somewhere which has an infinite amount of space. Yeah. Well, she's you know. moved in with... Um, oh, because oh. Dee Dee and Paul are now living in Daniel's flat. Yeah. And Glenda's living in a pub now, isn't she? Oh, that's right, yes. But the Barlow house and also Eileen's house seem to be oh, infinitely expandable. They're TARDISes, they are. Yeah. Although, of course... Um, oh, who... The in the Barlow house, no, um, what's her face? A Amy and Jacob. Jacob were going to be sleeping on the yeah, blow up bed. They've now they? moved in with um, Summer and yeah. Aaron in order to hide Summer's pregnancy, as you yeah. do. And also, yeah, now Amy, 
Right. What's she doing <laughs> still in it? I thought she was going to university. Oh, I don't know. I've lost track. So I don't understand that. Maybe she's at local uni and is living at home. Oh, I don't know. And also, how is Summer financing this flat she's moved into? Well, she works at the factory, doesn't she? Because she got oh, a job. Yeah. So no, that's no. So she's she's um like an assistant manager or something, isn't she? Yes, you're quite right. So I'd no. forgotten that. Yeah. See. Okay. So she and Aaron, because I worry for them, obviously, <laughs> that they're going to get into Aaron's debt. Aaron's a mechanic, and she so they could probably afford a little flat flat share. I imagine mm. they can afford a little flat share. Okay. They thought that through. Yeah, Jacob and Amy, on the other hand, I don't know where they're getting their money. I'm guessing Jacob. Oh, Jacob. Jacob's got a job. Yeah. What is he? He's at the factory. Yeah, as well, he's doing isn't he? sort of. Is he a handyman or something or packing? No, packing? He's, no he's packing. Is he packing? I, thought, I thought he was in sales now. Oh, I don't know. Oh no, he is because he was yeah. good at it, wasn't he? He was good at it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Um, speed doll. Mm. They need. Um, they need a waiter. Mm-hmm. And now they've got two new waiters. And in my experience, you don't tend to take on people, more people than you want. But, oh, yeah, we'll have him as well. Oh, well. Obviously, so that, what's his face, Darian. Oh, they're under and, 18. So. Um, and Max can sort of bounce off yeah. each other They're a under bit. 18 because they can, they can pay them £5 an hour. Mm. But, no, you know why that is. It's because of Max being radicalised and That's Darian is. Yeah, so it's hit for Max to, you know, really make a deep friendship with Darian and then feel guilt or be turned against him by the radical group. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what's coming yeah. up. Actually, if, I, if there's yeah, a prediction, prediction, there's my yeah. prediction. I mean, but it's not really much of a prediction because they've set yeah. it up for well, a couple of you're weeks. Well, you're not as prepared as me, are you? No, I'm not because I actually do have a life. I don't. What? <laughs> I quickly wrote this down in half an hour and I told you, make a prediction and come up with a character of the week. Well, and I you was, didn't listen to me. So no, I was trying to drive around difficult roundabouts on the way to Canterbury. That's why. <laughs> Pointlessly. There was no reason for going to Canterbury. I was just making a drive around Canterbury. Um, OK, well, I think that's enough for a first episode. What do you reckon? I think that's more than enough people will have gone to sleep hours ago. OK, well, um hope you've enjoyed this and please do come and join us on the Corrie Club. Um, we do have an email address, which is very exciting. So if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us your favourite storylines and tell us your character of the week, etc, 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 etc. I'm just babbling while I actually get the um, email to work. You can contact us at thecorryclub at yahoo.com. That is thecorryclub at yahoo.com. Anything else to say? No, I think that's more than enough. Well, we will see you all next week and keep on quarrying. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. 